Hello, everybody. The book of Ecclesiasticus, or as I like to call it, The Wisdom of Sharak. Here we are in chapter 8. Okay, and uh, so we're just going to dive in here. It says here to strive not, strive not with a man, with a mighty man, lest thou fall into his hands. So it's better not to uh, strive with this particular man. He's mighty in many ways here, and there's many ways of striving. Try to get out of that, the wisdomous rock is saying here. It says, too, be not at variance with a rich man, lest he overweigh thee. For gold hath destroyed many and perverted the hearts of kings, period. We're at war right now with the rich people of the earth, and we didn't start it. It was coming at us no matter what we did. But here, this is not something that we wished to engage. No one wanted to uh, fight with the uh, Rothschilds or the uh, DuPonts or the uh, Rockefellers or the Lee family or the... Uh, Collins family or any of the muckety-muck families of the earth. We didn't ask for the fight. The fight came to us. Um, but here's just a fact of life. Uh, the monies of a person can uh, pervert judgment. And I gave the example of the personal example with uh, Glenn Fisher. He was a, started off in the jewelry business and... Uh, then he went into all kinds of different uh, businesses, and uh, he was a very, very wealthy man. And he was set up in the hospital. See, wisdom and understanding wasn't there. He didn't know not to listen to his lawyer and his doctor and his mistress, did he? And they robbed him. But anyway, over money, and money is the root of all evil, the love of money, that is. So, uh, but it, it'll pervert a lot of things, and uh, uh, we're not, we didn't go out of our way to start a argument with the ten unseen merchant kings of the earth, did we? It says in three, strive not with a man that is full of tongue, and heap not wood upon his fire, period. And the translators are saying here back into the Greek or an evil tongue, okay? Because this is where these people are right at home. They love the burning fire of the uh, argument of the physical tongue-lashing argument. Now, uh, normally those aren't the type of people that'll fisticuff. No, the rich man don't fisticuff either. They have other ways of doing it. But here you're falling into their trap. You're going into their uh, favorite sport of tonguing each other. And uh, this uh, just uh, creates an argument. And uh, there's an old saying that if you argue with an idiot, you can never figure out who is who. Get it? 
So he's drawing you down to his level, and so is, so is the rich man, okay? He's not going to a uh, roundtable conference to uh, argue about the doctrine, are they? No. <laughs> okay. In 4, it says, Just not with a rude man, lest thy ancestors be disgraced. So you see how it can drag you down. These arguments that we're talking about, uh, this whom not to strive with. See, they want you in their playground. They just do. And in the middle of all that, you get drug into their argument the way they want it. They bait and switch. Even Paul himself said, now I'm boasting and I hate it, but I'm having to, I'm having to stick up for myself for the gospel's sake. So it ended up being a little boasting there about his foundation that he was laying. That's how you get pulled into a different type of argument. The, the, tech, the technique in the occult, it's called bait and switch. In other words, they don't like what you're saying about the Bible. Okay, so they, they're not going to get in the doctrine here and start to uh, argue about that. No, they're going to hunt for some chink in your armor and they'll switch the argument around to where they're like a pig in a, a pile of dung. Okay, in 5 it says, Reproach not a man that turneth from sin. But remember that we, we are all worthy of punishment, period. Okay, uh, now listen. If a person's repented and they truly mean it, that battle's over with, like it was for you and me when we repented of certain things, okay? Uh, so, uh, and we all fall short of the glory of God here, and they, he's saying to remember that. Um, so, in other words, uh, once uh, the sinner is repented, it's time to help hold them up and get them and help them on the way to the wisdom and understanding. In 6 it says, Dis not, Dishonor not a man in his old age, for even some of us wax old. How about that? The wisdom of Chirac just got real personal for, the, for him, didn't it? Some of us wax old. He Notice he included himself in this. Uh, the psalmist did here. And, uh, yeah, so I can relate to that. Seven, it says, Rejoice not over thy greatest enemy being dead, but remember that we die all. Okay, so once again, there's a judge, and we're not the judge. Once someone hits the, uh, the grave, once they're... Uh, on that side of the uh, veil of the flesh, uh, they have a judge. And it's not time for you to rejoice, okay, because we all go to the, uh, this through the veil of death. We'll either be with Christ or we won't. But don't be uh, celebrating when one of them falls into death, okay, in seven and eight. 
Despise not the 